Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Ted Sokol, and Joe, my fellow co-host and lover of history, when it's accurate, Chris Dewar. Today's episode reviewing the epic historical drama, Napoleon. This is a film directed and produced by Ridley Scott and written by David Scarpa. And this is based on the story of Napoleon Bonaparte. Uh, Bonaparte, excuse me. I, I don't know why I say Bonaparte. I just, I'm like, I always want to do the- You want the, the more French. Yeah, exactly. Which we'll talk about that. Um so this, uh, when we saw trailers for a new Ridley Scott film, we were excited. I don't care what, Ridley Scott, take my money. But to him, go back to his roots of these kind of um, epic, kind of like historical time period dramas, very excited. And to do one of the biggest like warlords, dictators, emperors, and, and most polarizing figures of history, Napoleon. And then have Joaquin Phoenix, one of our favorite actors, play this. I was like, this is going to be exciting. So we're pretty excited to do that. Um, now, this is uh, based on history. So, of course, there may be a little, it's, you know, <laughs> maybe spoilers. But we're going to dive into this and uh, go over some stuff about the film. So, Chris, give us a brief synopsis of Napoleon. So Napoleon covers time periods from 1793. This is the French Revolution and the beheading of Marie Antoinette. And Napoleon's starting to kind of see maybe a possible path to leadership all the way through to realistically his death um, in his exile in 1821. This movie is two hours and 37 minutes long. So, of course, it, it covers quite a span of years. So it has to kind of chunk different time periods throughout this film. And really, over the course of the film, we see not only his political rise as a leader all the way up to becoming emperor. We see his military skills as a general in different battles. And we see his romantic entanglements with his wife, Josephine, and kind of the turmoil from that as she was never able to bear him a child. I will say off the bat, 
I didn't care if this was going to be historically accurate or not, because there's no way to be historically accurate. We would have to have like a seven season, 10 episode show to show every moment of Napoleon's life, you know? <clears throat> and I think we're going to go into a movie and really Scott is, you know, a director. There's just some directors out there like Christopher Nolan. And, and you know, I'm sure same with the, um, Scorsese and there's just some yeah. that are like they're gonna stick to film. They're gonna die on that hill. They like that can't make a show. I'm only gonna do and I'm like, it, it's the same quality. You guys could have, you know, this easily should have been a 10 episode limited series where they could have really shown more, but because he wants to stick to film, I respect that it's like, well, we can't show everything. He has teased there's probably like a four hour cut that will come out when it's streaming, which I understand. So they probably filmed more than is actually in the film. But for what they showed, you get a, enough sense of really what his life was like. Now, this is where it, you know, again, I didn't care about the historic accuracy in terms of actual like dates and what they're going to show. Neither did what I, is yeah. so bizarre to me as an artistic choice is he is a French leader. No one speaks French in this movie. Joaquin Phoenix is speaking his normal American accent. Yes. Then other people are speaking British. So again, it's one of these choices of a British director that everyone's just going to speak the accent that they naturally have. And obviously you get used to that very quick. I don't know if they tried him doing a French accent and it like didn't work out. But that's what's so weird is this is one of those films of many films that had like historical nature where no one's speaking the actual accent that they should be or the language. You know, this is all set in France for most of it, minus when they're actually in battle situations and no one's speaking French. Would it have been a better film if the whole thing was in actual French and they had subtitles? Maybe that would have been quite a challenge, I'm sure. But if you're going to tell the story of Napoleon... The dude was French. He should be speaking French. So taking that off the the, the plate there. <laughs> what I found so interesting about this film is I think if they didn't have Joaquin Phoenix ham it up a little bit here and there, it would have been kind of boring. I mean, I think Napoleon, you can tell, you know, always the Napoleon kind of um, syndrome that we've kind of a complex, kind of learned, yeah. complex, you know, of like a, a short man who like, Tries to rise to power. It's not that he was really short. It's that he had shortcomings. He felt he had shortcomings. He felt that like he was, you know, born to be brilliant. And he had to kind of take his own path that was definitely not um accustomed by most people to rise the ranks. To, you know, he had different, you know, strategies when it came to battle. He had different aspects when it came to relationships he had you know, quite a lust and uh, apparently even the the brief moments of sexual stuff in this film was nothing compared to what the man really was i guess he really was a hound dog um you know they have this whole plot line of one bastard he had several bastards apparently um and then even like the political rising like the way he kind of got people on his side he was very charismatic so I, I, I enjoyed actually a little bit of the there's it's to me, I've seen some reviews that are like they took Napoleon to make him a comedic character. No, but there is some moments of comedy, which I think added entertainment to the movie. One thing I thought was really neat, though, is. We'll get to the battles in a second. 
a lot of scenes set in France, there's like a natural light and it almost looks like you're watching a painting, a historical painting yeah, throughout yeah, the whole film. Mm-hmm. Like almost every shot Ridley Scott has in this, cinematographer Darius Wolski, you could just have like taken a screenshot and that it you could have felt you know framed that and that'd have been like in a museum of like a historical painting. I really loved all the costumes and, and the way everyone looked with the natural light. It was quite like breathtaking to me in many scenes. And I respected that they didn't like try to, you know, fake a lot of stuff. They tried to stick to what was available during the time, candles and you know, there wasn't much electricity, you know, there wasn't electricity yet. So like they definitely kept to what what was technologically available during his time, uh, which I really respected. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I thought um, the set designs and the costumes was really great. Um, of course, as you you know mentioned, the biggest thing we were excited about, you know, knowing with Ridley Scott's, you know, with Gladiator and whatnot, really excited about the battle sequences. Um, the battle sequences, especially the theater I was in was just the sound and and i i saw this in dolby i didn't see this uh i i and it was like you know i love i love what i loved about the idea is that you see in a lot of these films when cannons are going off they're just you know if you really heard that you would lose your hearing you see a lot of these scenes where napoleon covers his ears there's a just a close-up shot on him doing that which i like the fact that this is accurate like he's like this is going to be loud and you eat this can fire it is epic and it is brutal and i will tell you i mean I don't know if he's in the ruse. And there's one part where a, a horse takes a cannon right to the chest. Oh, and it's like, God. I oh, hated it. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. But the, the the battle sequence was were really just well done. And you see in these scenes where he was this really great military leader that he knew mm-hmm. kind of like what to do and whatnot. But that's where I agree. I would have preferred a, a maybe a limited series where we could have drawn out because I would love to see other of these battles. There's only a certain number of battles, and he fought in over like 61 battles. Again, yeah, they say at the end, Napoleon fought in 69 battles, and they start naming off numbers of like the amount of people that died in each battle. You see in the film realistically three battle scenes. Yes. Now these are incredible, including the one that they heavily promoted in the trailer with like the ice and stuff. Yeah. There's three elongated battle scenes. One near the beginning, there's the, the ice one, and there's one near the end. And then we kind of have like a fourth one when it's kind of like Waterloo, which is like his big kind of defeat. And I'm like, there was 60 plus battles over a 10 episode series. We could have seen a battle an episode. Maybe yeah. you could have had a whole, just like Game of Thrones had done in the past. You could have had a whole episode just be battle um, to show really the brutality. Now, what I respected is, I don't know how much CGI was used. It looked like a lot of the battle scenes, those were all extras. Like, they really, Scott, really pushed for, like, I'm going to have, like, a thousand people on this screen right now. And it really, it's awesome. There is one scene a lot of people are um, complaining about. And again, I don't really know the history of this. But even I was like, this kind of seems ridiculous. There's a small chunk when they're in Egypt. And they're like gonna fight this African army, and he has his army shoot some cannons, and they like hit the pyramid, and then like the army stands down. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Napoleon didn't like blow up the the, the pyramids. That was a little. Ridiculous. They should have had him shoot. He should. They had him shoot the Sphinx nose. That's how broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but you do really, like I said, 
you know, accents and, and language aside, Walking Phoenix does a really good job showing the the descent of you know the the rise and fall of his character very well is that he you see these moments where there is one scene where he kind of like it's very walking yelling um and and i kind of it took me out of it for a second but i i I like what he was conveying the fact that you know the the whole the poster says he came for nothing and conquered everything but he had this idea that he was this larger than life person that deserved more like you know and he he talked down to all these other french leaders like what are you doing like you know i so I like the idea that he really sets the standard with that. And I think a good foil for him, you know, having Vanessa Kirby uh, play Josephine, his, his first love, I really liked the interactions. And I just, uh, Vanessa Kirby is having like a heck of a last couple of years uh, from, from, you know, the Fast and Furious franchise to Mission Impossible. Uh, every, everything I see, she just is very magnetic on screen. And I really like the idea that they really have this very tortured relationship because you know he wanted an siren and air he wanted to siren an air and she couldn't and then you know i have to divorce you i have to i have to move on but the fact that they still he could not let her go it's like kind of the thing like i can't i can't quit you you know um i just thought that was really great but um i will say towards like the last bit i it did there was parts where i was like man this 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 movie this movie's feeling long it, it kind of there was parts where it kind of dragged out for me where i was like okay let's let's kind of pick it up and that's where those those times in the movies where you're like eh, should have gone to show yeah Again. it's uh it's interesting how it's they have to rush certain time but there's parts of the film that feel slow and again this is where i think maybe uh editing came into play you know, what actually did really Scott want to show of Napoleon's life? You know, I think it's it's a tricky, it's tricky when you do a film about a historical figure because you have to understand, like, there probably was huge chunks of time that were kind of boring. And, you know, what else are you going to do? And you're going to showcase the relationship, which, again, I think the acting's great, but some of those scenes were the slow scenes of, like, there, there's probably scenes of Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby just sitting, like, on a little like little bench like 40 times in this film it feels like <laughs> of just them just sitting there holding hands and they're just not looking at each other and i was like i get it let's move on to the next thing but you're gonna see a lot of great cast in here i mean it's a lot of british actors you've recognized um one that was actually kind of surprising near the end i knew that he was going to be in the movie as you see him in the very beginning titles rupert everett is in this near the end as the duke of wellington almost unrecognizable i didn't realize it was him at all I had to like the go. man has been the same looking age for so long. He's such a handsome, debonair looking guy for so long. Well, age has finally caught up with him. He, he's definitely old now. Um, and I was like, oh my God, that's Rupert Everett. I was like, whoa, but he, he's great as this kind of a, you know, figure that kind of eventually defeats Napoleon. And, and so the thing too is a lot of people talked about how. Napoleon died at the age of 51 and Joaquin Phoenix right now is like 51. So, you know, they, they don't really de-age him through a lot of the film. They kind of give him this kind of ratty hair and, and kind of, you know, clothes and make him look younger. But maybe that's another thing too, is if they had maybe a younger actor play him through the, you know, and then eventually gets to Joaquin Phoenix, but he's a powerhouse and, you know, he's fun to watch and it's just making me excited. Now I'm like, we get Joker two next year, and we can't wait to to see Arthur back on screen. So, 
I overall like I enjoyed this film. I enjoyed the history of it. The battle scenes are fantastic. It's just a little wonky in terms of what did they show some of the pacings off and it's the 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 historical inaccuracy of everyone speaking American or, or English and it's it's these are all supposed to be Frenchmen. So that's kind of confusing. So overall I'm gonna give Napoleon I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um Again, you have to think like really Scott is like in his 80s, still pumping up these two hour, 40 minute movie epics. We got Gladiator 2 coming up next year. It's it's impressive. The man is still, you know, you got him, Scorsese. These directors are like, I will make movies to the day I die. Um, so, you know, I'm I, I'm excited to that he's still doing stuff. This, you know, this was one that was, you know, with Oppenheimer and other movies. It's like, oh, is this going to be one that's going to be a best picture contender? No, after seeing it now, no, but enjoyed it nonetheless. Yeah, I like it uh, eight out of ten uh, for those reasons and more. But uh, definitely check out Napoleon in theaters on the best screen possible for that ultimate experience, especially those battle scenes. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast or on Twitter at the Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.